Hello everyone, my name is Onika Richards. I'm the Associate Director of Industry Relations at Columbia University's School of Professional Studies. I am today's host for the Behind the Scenes podcast series, which consists of a number of interviews with professionals discussing provocative career-related topics to set the stage for students. The topic of today's podcast is Big Data and its Disruption in the Healthcare Industry. The terms Big Data and its Predictive Analytics, you must have heard of the terms. It's been talked about, discussed about by so many people, not just scholars, but by so many people around the world. In healthcare, Big Data is probably one of the hottest topics. We can call it a hype, Big Data hype. Just in the past several months, News lines have signaled the potential for disruptive change in the healthcare space. From Amazon teaming up with Berkshire Hathaway and JP Morgan Chase to form a healthcare company, to speculation of a Walmart Humana deal, to tech Apple launching healthcare records platform. A lot of government agencies and companies related to healthcare has been trying to invest more money into collecting more health-related data with the goal of improving healthcare as a whole. So, what is all the hype about, and what can we do about it? That is what we're going to discuss today. I'm here with Malika Phillips-Peters, an analyst at Health First. Malika, welcome. Thank you. Malika, before we get started... Tell us a little bit about your background, your role at Health First, and the reason you chose the field as a career. Let's see where do I start. Um, In high school, I did a medical science track to pursue a medical career. But once I got to college, St. Francis, down in Brooklyn, I fell in love with computing. So I pursued that instead. After I graduated, I was hoping to work with computing grades such as Microsoft or IBM but I found a job at a small managed care company. I hadn't seen healthcare data before, such as medical claims, authorization, membership. I found it extremely interesting, and I wanted to explore the length and breadth of it. Feeling the shift in data analytics, I went back to school and got my master's at NYU Tandon School of Engineering. Then it was still called Polytechnic University, so I got a master's in the management of technology. I then worked at several other healthcare companies before I ended up here at Health First. In my current role, I analyze healthcare data and I use tools such as SAS, SQL, and Tableau. Wow, amazing. Thanks for sharing. So let's begin. What exactly is big data analytics? Before we get into the analytics, The term big data is spoken of with such frequency these days. I'd like to assume everyone knows what it is. Explain to us what it is. So big data is having voluminous, varied, quality, and timely data. Some data may be structured, as we usually see in relational databases, and some may be unstructured, such as transcripts of conversations between doctors and patients, and conversations between member and call centers. Example of big data would be having the last six years of diagnosis and treatment data for members, along with their income, education, conversations with healthcare providers, reading from 
monitors such as uh, blood pressure, blood sugar reading, fitness trackers, and such. Once you have um, the big data, you can apply big data analytics to it. I would describe big data analytics as using complex algorithms to uncover trends, hidden patterns, and correlations from large, varied data sets to provide valuable insights and predictions. There are methods and tools that enable this insight value chain. Methods such as machine learning, cognitive modeling, and simple statistical analysis. There are a number of tools that are used, such as SAS, R, Python, Hadoop, Tableau. Wow, sounds very complicated. Now, big data has rapidly made its way into a wide range of industries. Healthcare is ripe for our big data initiatives. As one of the largest and most complex industries in the United States, there is an incredible number of potential applications for predictive analytics. While some healthcare organizations have begun to see the value in using big data, the industry as a whole has been very slow to adapt big data initiatives for a number of reasons. What are some ways that healthcare can use big data? And why are they not leveraging it to its greatest potential? In some ways, managed care has um, always had access to big data, but it mostly lacked the tools to capitalize on the various sources of data that exist for the member. So where the value comes from, especially in managed care, is reducing costs by predicting high-cost members. For instance, managed care organizations are always concerned with um, members' hospital stays. Um, who will be hospitalized and when, for what conditions and how long. So how would a health plan go about making these predictions? Managed care has sort of always been behind the curve when it came to technology. As we know, it's a very um, highly regulated industry. Mm -hmm. um, we're still sort of in the descriptive analytics stage where we're counting and categorizing. And it's managed care is only now in the last decade or so started to attract techies um, such as data scientists, data engineers, and data visualization experts. I would also add to that. Overall, the industry could save as much as $400 billion by properly leveraging big data. Yet adaptation is frustratingly slow. The good news is that most hospitals have finally switched over using electronic health records, which is making it easier for healthcare professionals to access data. That's a great first step in making implementation easier for big data platforms, as there's a lot more data to work with. However, with the cautious approach many hospitals take to change and an overwhelming number of possible applications, Many administrators are overwhelmed and unsure of where to start. Yet as more healthcare organizations jump on board with big data, these practices will become the norm rather than the exceptions. Now, many people would be quick to point out that medical research has always relied heavily on data analytics. And that's true. However, big data has made a slow creep into the rest of the healthcare um, system. 
Can you share a few ways big data is disrupting healthcare and how is it reshaping the future of healthcare? So big data can do tremendous wonders when it comes to uh, preventative care. As the saying goes, an ounce of prevention is better than a pound of cure. And predicting when members are going to need expensive treatments instead of waiting, a plan of preventative care can be um, activated. We have a new phrase that is trending now um, in healthcare, which is called uh, social determinants of health. Mm-hmm. Um, this is factors that affect a person's health besides the actual health condition. And these may include income, education, housing situation, support system, their beliefs, and their access to nutritious food. Um, this requires big data data that can can spot trends and patterns in those social determinants um, to improve health outcomes. Amazing. You know, and as data analytics software gets easier to use and becomes more intuitive thanks to the big breakthrough of AI and and deep learning, it's getting easier for healthcare providers to connect these massive piles of data and draw relevant conclusions from them. CVS is buying Aetna. Executives are optimistic about the merger between Albertston and Rite Aid. Earlier this spring, speculation was rampant that Walmart might buy insurer Humana. The rash of deals points to a widespread of disruption in healthcare. What do you think these mergers attempt to reveal or address? Well, healthcare is about 18% of um, GDP. And Americans spend upward of $300 billion in drugs each year. And uh, CVS is one of the largest players in that field. So CVS's transition from drugstore chain into healthcare company actually started with the purchase of Caremark. And Caremark is a third-party PBM. PBMs manage um, prescription drug benefits for health plans. Aetna insures some 20 million lives, and it's the third largest insurer in America. Together, they can better negotiate against drug manufacturers for cheaper drugs and reducing costs across the system. It's more like um, a vertical integration here. So here I see it's more of staving off um, competition, especially when these other healthcare companies are merging and um, we expect Amazon to get into the healthcare space. So the synergy between an insurer and a provider can lead to improved health comes. The Justice Department has actually approved the sale of Aetna to CVS. So we'll have to look to see how CVS changes or how Aetna changes. I would suspect that CVS pharmacies would be the preferred pharmacies for Aetna members with a lower cost point. And uh, CVS clinics would probably be the preferred service point for um, Aetna members as well. Wow, amazing. And what do you think is the heart of this transformation effort? Well, at the heart of it is um, cost containment and um, fighting off competition. Absolutely. And getting people to do things such as take their medications, exercise, and eat right has always been a missing link in driving better patient outcomes. And getting consumers to change behaviors is Amazon underlying expertise. 
Putting consumers in the center of healthcare transformation effort is key, and I strongly believe that leveraging data is the key to doing so. How will the legacy healthcare players compete with newly merged competitors and constant market disruptions? So other healthcare players can also merge or emerge. And when I say emerge, I mean become dominant through disruption, through change in the way people are insured or how healthcare is delivered. I agree, and they must digitally transform themselves and innovate. Very, very nice to thank you so much for sharing that. Do you think that companies that integrate data to improve patient care and reduce costs will see huge gains? By gains, I hope you don't mean simply financial, because there are tremendous gains to be made in the quality of healthcare. More focus on preventative, more focus on reducing waste and focusing on reducing costs uh, through pricing transparency. Absolutely, and I think being able to track which patients pick up medications, which indicates whether they are taking their medicines, is not only a patient care issue, but also a data issue. And companies that best integrate managed data to improve patient care will lead in, lead in the industry's transformation. Any company of any size in any industry can benefit from big data analytics. But perhaps it's the healthcare industry that has the most to gain. What are some examples of big data use cases that has, that has real value for healthcare providers? Well, as you mentioned before, um, the change in behaviors. I am working on a project right now to increase medication adherence to drugs that treat chronic um, diseases such as uh, cholesterol, diabetes, hypertension. Um, what we know about the members that do or do not take these drugs are often limited. Um, if I could view true data more into the lives and the situation that contributes to a member skipping a few days or a month or not taking their medication at all, um, I think that is a case for big data analytics. When members do not take their medication as prescribed, it exacerbates the uh, chronic condition and leads to increased health costs um, through costly hospitalization and the onset of other chronic conditions. So hospitals generate a lot of data for patient care, drug administration, operations, insurance billing, regulatory compliance, and a host of other requirements. And all that data can be used to improve the quality of care and operations. Big data analytics seems made for healthcare, and there are dozens of use cases that deliver a high return on investment for any medical practice. So Malika, tell us, what can students do to become big data experts? Well, I don't know if I can call myself an expert yet. But um, we need people with expertise in data engineering, data analytics, data visualization. Um, being skilled in a programming languages such as SAS, R, Python, or visualization tools such as ClickView, Tableau, or Domo. Um, but mostly being just curious about data and seeing how it interconnects and wanting to learn new things. Um, those are some of the qualities that um, big data analysts uh, usually have. Oh, awesome. Thanks for sharing that. 
as we move into a new era of big data-driven healthcare services, what are some of the challenges that face healthcare providers? So big data is vast and can be very unstructured. Um, it takes wrangling to make it useful. Without people experts and the infrastructure, healthcare companies will remain in the status quo of being descriptive instead of uh, predictive. Absolutely. And to add to that, I feel that creating a flexible and portable system is key as well. Yes. So in this era, we should meet the patient where they are, not have them only come to us. Absolutely. Big data has made a widespread impact on the healthcare industry, and it's only getting started. As the technology progresses and healthcare providers become more comfortable using it, the entire way we view the healthcare system will change. Doctors' appointments will be replaced by video chats and automatic alerts. The emphasis of preventative care will continue to grow. And overall, our quality of life will improve. It may be a bumpy ride integrating big data into healthcare, but the destination will be well worth it. Thank you so much for joining us, Malika. It's been a pleasure having you. And thanks to all our listeners. Our next podcast is entitled, Is Cybersecurity the Job of the Future? With Merrill Miller, Vice President of Brand and Program Management in Operational Risk at Goldman Sachs. I leave you all with this message. Every single one of you has a purpose. It's developed from your passion. And when one is on point with your purpose, it can help change the world for the better. What is your motivation? Thank you.